So let's review. The Mishnah Dev Lamegimlam Abbas taught about a case of Shnayim Shekitrushtei Nashim. Two men, Reuven Vishimen, betrothed two women, Rachel Valei, respectively. At the time of the marriage, the wives were exchanged b'shagi. The Mishnah says, Before they return to their rightful husbands, we separate them from their husbands for three months to determine whether they had become pregnant from the forbidden union, in which case those children are mamzerim. We also need to determine who is the father of these children. If the wives are minors who cannot conceive, there is no need to separate them and they may return immediately. This is generally known as Havchana and is extensively discussed later on Daf Memalaf and Membeis. However, the Gemara discusses it here as well in connection to our Mishnah. All women who have previously cohabited must wait three months before marrying, except for a minor convert or freed maidservant. The Gemara's Medayik, Avokatana Bas Yisrael, but a Jewish minor must wait, which seems to contradict our Mishnah. After some discussion, the Gemara concludes with two versions of Shmuel's opinion, as follows. According to the first version, a Gedayla, an adult woman, must always wait, since conception is a real possibility. A katana, a minor, who cannot conceive, must only wait because of a gezeru katana utter gedayla. Therefore, it depends on the situation as follows. In the case of Miyun, where she refused her husband of a nisuindra in a she does not need to wait. The gezeru does not apply because a gedayla cannot do mean. In the case of get, where she received a get from her husband of a nisuindra raisa, she does need to wait because of the gezeru. In the case of znus, where she cohabited with a man, Tzricha, she does need to wait because of the Gezerah. Gezerah is a minor comrade or freed maidservant, in a Tzricha, she does not need to wait. The Gezerah does not apply because a Gezerah is a is uncommon, In the case of our Mishnah of Chilov, in a Tzricha, she also does not need to wait because it's Leishchicha. According to the second version, only two cases change. Znuz diktana in the because it's leishchicha. Gyerus mishachreas gedoyla in the and this is actually a machlokes tanoim told in the brisa. Hagyerus vahashvuya vahashivcha sheniftu v'shneskari v'shneshtachru. Tzricha zlam to give mechadoshim dibur Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yisi matrily aris v'linos miyad. Rabbi Yisi holds that she does not need to wait. The Gemara gives two possible reasons. Ish mezan mishameshes b'moich kadesh leitesaber. Or, she takes steps to prevent conception. Rehuda holds that she must wait because perhaps her precautions were not effective. And we begin the fourth parakah. The Mishnah later on of Mim Aleph teaches that a Yavama must wait three months from the death of her husband before performing Gibbam Mechalitza. This requirement is to make sure that she's not pregnant, which would make Yibam or Chalitza unnecessary, since the Baal left offspring, and Yibam would actually be ushered because of Eshazach, Shleibim HaKamitzvah. Our Mishnah teaches about several situations where they did not wait. Zog the Mishnah. If they did Chalitza, and it turns out that she, or one of the other Yibamas, was pregnant at the time of Chalitza, and later gives birth. If the child is viable, 
it turns out that the chalitza was not necessary, since the Baal left offspring. Therefore, the chalitza was merely an act of no consequence, as if it never occurred. As a result, he may marry her relatives, she may marry his relatives, and she does not become forbidden to a kayin. If the child is not viable, the chalitza was effective, and therefore, all the above are forbidden because a chalitza is similar to a grusha. One may not marry, for example, a chalitza, as he may not marry a chalitza, even after Gerashim. Similarly, she may not marry his relatives, for example, achad me'imai, just as she would be forbidden if she was married and then divorced from him. Also, a coin may not marry a chalutz midrabanan, as he may not marry a grush midraisa. The Mishnah continues. Hakoinis is yevim ta'ivim nimtzis mu'ubaras v'yolda. If they did yibim within three months, and it turns out that she, or one of the other yivamas, was pregnant at the time of yibim and later gives birth. Bismasha vlad shal kayama yoytzi v'chayavim b'karbon. If the child is viable, they must separate because they're also to each other because of Eishas Achshleib Mokim Mitzvah. They must also bring a Karmachatus because they transgressed and Issachar's B'Shagig. Vim ein Vlad Shal Kayama Yikain. If the child is not viable, they may remain married since their Yibam was a valid Yibam. Safik ben Tishal Rishain, Safik ben Shavala Achrain. If a viable child is born at a point where it cannot be determined whether it's the child of the Baal, born after nine months, or it's the child of the Yavam, born after seven months, they must separate and bring a carbon machmasafik because of the possibility that it's the child of the Baal, and she's also to the Yavim because of Eishas Mitzvah. However, the child is legitimate, certainly not a Mamzer, as Rashi explains, either way. If it's the child of the Baal, it's legitimate because the Avera of the unnecessary Yibim does not affect the child. If it's the child of the Yavim, it's legitimate because the Yibim was necessary and valid. The Gemara cites a machleke is Rabbi Yechon Rishlakish in the following case. Itmar hachaylitz lemuberes vehipila. If one yavam gave chalitza to the yavama while she was muberes and then she miscarried, Rabbi Yechon Amar enet suicha chalitza menachem. She does not require another chalitza because chalitza is muberes ma chalitza obias muberes ma bia. The chalitza done while she was muberes is valid to release her. Rishlakish amet suicha chalitza menachem. She does require another chalitza. Because chalitza is muberes loishma chalitza, ubias muberes loishma bia. The chalitza done while she was muberes is not valid to release her. But my kamiflegi, machlekes can be explained two ways. Ibo yisem esavara. It's based on logic. Rabbi Yechon and Savar tigli misl mafreya. The first chalitza is valid retroactively since we now know that there was no viable child and chalitza was required. V'shlagos shamer tigli misl mafreya loyaminan. The first chalitza is not valid retroactively, since at that time there was a possibly viable child and chalitza was not required. It's based on the Pasuk. The Torah says if he has no child, it requires chalitza, and in fact, he has no child. From which we learn that any type of child is enough to not require chalitza. The Gemara then proceeds to explain our Mishnah according to each opinion. The ratio of the Mishnah, according to Rabbi Yechanan, it's Midrabanan Mi'ikr Hadin, because Chalitza is Mu'ubarish Mo Chalitza. According to Shlakish, it's Midrabanan Ulchumr Bi'ama, because Chalitza is Mu'ubarish Lish Mo Chalitza. The safe of the Mishnah, Hakonis is Yevimtoi, 
v'nimtzis muberes v'yolda v'im ein vlad shal kayom v'yikayim according to Yechonon it's kibshutai they can stay together if they wish because bias muberes mabia the yibum was valid according to Rishlokish it means yachza v'yivul v'yikayim he must perform yibum again because bias muberes lesh mabia the first yibum was not valid. The Gemara then cites the Machlokes Abaye of Rava and how to learn the Machlokes Rabbi Yechonon v'Rishlokish. Rava holds that the Machlokes Rabbi Yechonon v'Rishlokish is in both Chalitzas Muberes Machalitza and Bias Muberes Mabia. However, Abaye holds that Rabbi Yechonon agrees with Rishlokish that Bias Muberes Loish Mabia, the Machlokes is only whether Chalitzas Muberes Shmachalitza. The Gemara elaborates on this in the next daf.